Welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk Transformation with Edge. You may notice my voice is even more huskier today. Uh, this is due to me losing my voice. So I am going to do my best to get through this podcast for you. And some of you may even like it even more. Today's podcast is a special one for me. It's um, one of only three interviews, I believe, in 59 episodes very special interview with somebody called Anthony Jackwin I like to call him the godfather of street hypnosis he and his work is what got me into performing street hypnosis and really putting the magic into my practice and the, the kind of change work that I do this is going to be a very special interview with someone that is has been a mentor to me uh, a bit virtually for about 10 years now As always, I'd like to give a big shout out for those who have left their five-star reviews. You remember I love those on Google Play, on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube, wherever you listen to this show. And that's what lets me know that the word is getting out there. So please um, do subscribe to the show, do give it a like and do share so we can continue to grow this audience. So when I moved to Canada almost 10 years ago now, I had a job. One of the first jobs I had was in a gym. I was still doing hypnosis, but it was uh, it was taking a little while to build up here in Canada. So uh, I was pursuing my other career. One of my passions at the time was as a fitness trainer. And I was working with a large chain of fitness gyms here in Canada and um, I'd been there a couple of months and my manager is one of the best bosses I ever had he had heard I was a hypnotist and we had these boring long ass meetings that we would have about once every month it'd be about two hours nobody wanted to be there but it was it was kind of court mandated that they had to be there really really fucking boring and he said Luke you know after we've taken care of business after we've crossed the i's and dotted the t's um maybe you could do like a little hypnosis show and hypnose hypnotize some people here and i'm like yeah yeah sure dave and in my head i was shitting myself because whenever i'd done hypnosis with clients up to that point it, it was it was it was relaxation therapy and i would get great changes with people but i wasn't the hypnotist at that point and i and i didn't demonstrate any phenomenon in sessions um so this was quite something different for me i was actually really really scared of doing it and um it was a very competitive environment as well and i just imagine looking out into the crowd and seeing these other trainers wanting me to fail deliberately cock blocking me if you will and, and snarling at me from my performance so it it did not bolster tremendous confidence in me and I remember I just heard about this guy called Anthony Jackwin and I'd got his one of his first products called the Manchurian Candidate and it was his approach to this to this thing called street hypnosis or impromptu hypnosis which really 
was something different. It was it was impromptu. It was it was street. It was doing it was doing a hypnosis with people that hadn't come to a show, so they hadn't purchased a ticket, and they were not clients. So there was not some kind of agreement in place, if you will. This was rather people that 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 he was doing, and he's a band of of renegades were doing street hypnosis with people in the street essentially going up with them and and using the formula that that, that anthony uh, teaches ciq of giving a compliment to some strangers you guys seem to have a great energy the i which was the introduction hi i'm anthony i'm i'm a hypnotist i'm performing here today and the question which could be have you guys ever experienced hypnosis before kind of using that universal whether that would be in a bar whether that be in a street whether that would be in a networking meeting and then he would proceed to take people through various forms of hypnotic phenomenon and then progressively take that out to bigger larger phenomenon and skits and so forth and it fascinated me because it's the first time i saw someone break this down in much the same way it fascinated me when i first heard about a chap called david blaine who i also got to meet a few years ago who had taken magic and he, he took it to the street and rather than focusing as many shows and networks had done at that point when it was focused on the magician when david blaine would go out and do street magic the camera would be for the most part focusing on the reaction of the person who was receiving them the magic and it wasn't big glorious stunts like david copperfield and chris angel who i admire as well but it was really doing something that he could carry around with him whether that be cards or coins and stuff like that and being able to to do these magical illusions anywhere anytime and and that's i believe one of the, some of the early motivation for street hypnosis uh, and along with a, with a chap called darren brown that you may have heard about that i know was a, a great inspiration to anthony and his work in the beginning anyways so i'd got anthony's product and i watched it and i transcribed the four or five hour program by hand what he was doing because there's no pdf that, that came with it to, to make it easy and i scribbled it down like a lunatic if you were graphologizing it it would probably be very very scary and I would just keep reading it, reading it, reading it, watching DVDs over and over and over again because I was terrified of coming across as a phony and a fraud. And I was already in the Dragon's Den or the Shark Tank in, in this highly competitive environment of, of, of other trainers that I knew one four step and, you know, I, I was I was going to have it, so to speak. So I was, I was shitting it. I was scared. And, and what I had learned from the product of of anthony and his stuff was a progressive way of taking people um from the very beginning of, of, of hypnosis all the way to really getting people to do crazy things like positive and negative hallucinations seeing things that aren't there and not seeing things that are there really really strong strong pieces strong performances but being able to test my work at all times to see where someone was in the hypnotic procedure so it's a very very good workable model so it comes it's the meeting and i'm shitting it and i've got my book in the back of the meeting and i'm going through it and everyone's bored no one wants to be there by the way nobody wants to be at this meeting and here's me i've been there like a, a month or so and uh 
and like the, the the manager's like, oh, now Luke's going to do some hypnosis, and I could see the eye rolls at this point, um, and the rather unfriendly audience, she would say. So it did not did not fill me with the greatest level of confidence. But I remember the teachings and with Anthony, and I remember studying uh, these transcripts that I'd written down um, vigorously. So I went up there and I, I went through the processes and got some magnetic fingers, some magnetic, magnetic hands, and then um, I decided to bring some people up. Now, the chap that I brought up was a guy that I didn't quite get along with. He, he didn't like me and I, and I didn't like him. It was just a, a clash. Uh, it was kind of like two alpha males that were just rubbing one another the wrong way, so to speak. So he didn't like me, I didn't like him, and, and I had him on stage, and I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, holy shit, this is going to go horrible, because this guy is not going to play along, not that I want him to, but he's not going to try to make me look good, if anything, even with good solid work and hypnosis here, he's essentially got a cock block all this, but I've kind of cornered myself in this situation, so I had this guy on stage, and in all, in all honesty, with the 20 or so people that were in that room, this is the guy that I at least want to have on the stage, because I, I think this is the guy that's going to make me look the most foolish. So I get him up on stage, and uh, you know, I, I take him through a couple of the phenomenons, magnetic hands, magnetic fingers, it's, it's, it's all going somewhat well. So then I put out the big guns um, with a sleep and I give him some instructions and he goes under and I give him he's a muscular, strong, athletic guy and he drives uh, like a big jeep and goes hunting and does Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So um, I give him a suggestion. We had one of those uh, really small weights, the kind of weights that you'll see, not actually in the gym itself, but often in the classrooms. They're, they're usually pink or blue, and they're like two pounds, three pounds, some of them one pound. For very tiny weights that anyone could pick up. This is a really strong guy. I'd seen this guy, you know, train big muscles, very, very athletic. So I gave him a suggestion that this pink weight that was in the front of the stage that weighed no more than two pounds or, or about a kilo from my European friends that he could not pick it up because it weighed a thousand pounds and the harder he tried to pick it up the heavier it become and in the back of my head I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm shitting myself but I, I'm putting on this false front of, of, of confidence here because I'm the hypnotist what Anthony always teaches us right so I delivered the suggestion and um, I just watched, um, you know, and he went to pick up this weight and he squats down he's trying, and he can't pick it up and he's really struggling and can see the veins popping out on the on the back of his neck and on the side of his neck and the redness coming out. So I, I challenge him, like, you're a strong guy, you can pick that up, it's, you know. Look at it, it's, it's really small and find that you cannot because it weighs a thousand pounds. And he kept trying and trying and he couldn't do it. And at that point, I became a believer. In as much as this guy was not playing along. This guy had not paid me to work with him. This wasn't a show that he bought tickets to. This was a boring ass meeting. This guy did not like me. Yet, and had no reason to play along to make me look good. Yet, I was getting this strong phenomenon. And it was at that point, at that very point, 
that I discovered that I was no longer playing the part of the hypnotist. I had become the hypnotist. And now here's the interview with Anthony Jacqueline. Hey Luke Michael Howard, aka the Hypnopunk here from Luke Gnosis Hypnosis here with the great Anthony Jacqueline. Good to meet you last. Good, great to meet you too. Big inspiration for me over the last 10 years in hypnosis and uh, I have five questions I'd like to ask you. That's okay. Let's do it, I'll do my best. Awesome. How has your approach to hypnosis changed since you started to now? That's a good question. Um, I guess it's got simpler. Um, the language I use is clean and clear rather than me thinking I need lots of special language patterns and secret techniques. I still love the language, I still study it, I still enjoy a cleverly structured sentence, but more than that I think we just need to mean what we say. The other thing is I've moved from thinking of hypnosis as a state to thinking of hypnosis being better defined by the the subjective experience, the way you relate to the response. I see hypnosis as responding in a way that's experienced as being non-volitional or involuntary to a greater or less degree. I guess one other thing is, however hypnosis looks, it's kind of a paradox with the involuntary bit, however it looks, Hypnosis is always a collaborative event. Um, sounds obvious, I know, but you know, there were times when I first started where I really thought I was doing this to someone. And I can still make it look that way on stage and stuff, but I really see it genuinely as true collaboration. Awesome. What would the uh, older Anthony say to the younger Anthony starting off in hypnosis? kind of fast-track here. Um, first off, I would say start doing street hypnosis earlier. I did six years just doing therapy. And even, you know, the early part of that, when I barely had a client, I'd have to wait months to hypnotize someone again. And I look back on that period now, you know, I was younger, out a lot, I could have so much experience if I just started doing street hypnosis anyway. The fact is, I became a better therapist once I started doing performance hypnosis. I became a better stage hypnotist when I did street hypnosis. So that would be the first thing. Just, just begin. Start talking about this now. Be embarrassed about it. Everyone loves it. Do it. Practice. Yeah. Awesome. What was one of your biggest challenges in hypnosis? Either learning something with a client or somebody you train. What's one of your biggest challenges? Um, biggest challenges. I guess the biggest challenge, but it, it was a it was information overload at first, and I think a lot of people go through it. I, I love the subject and I love studying and you know, enjoy watching videos, reading books about hypnosis but I was drowning, uh, paralysis by analysis is how someone put it, You're just like, oh, what's the best way of doing it? When I teach people hypnosis now, um, and I know you've heard this analogy, but I sometimes say, you know, famous saying in magic, 
A magician has six tricks, they do thousands of times. Someone told me that yesterday. Yeah, and uh, an amateur has a thousand tricks, they use them once or twice. The point is that if you stick to those six tricks, doesn't mean you can't expand later on, they will teach you everything you need to know about magic. The soft skills, how to approach people, how to deal with difficult people, how to make the most good fortune. It's the same with hypnosis. The basic techniques that are, you know, stuff in my book, magnetic fingers, magnetic hands, handshake induction, arm levitation. It doesn't mean that's everything, of course it's not. But those things will teach you how to pace and lead, They'll teach you how to coax responses out, how to build responses, you know, ways to exit. They'll teach you everything you need to know. So um, I would never stop consuming information about this, to be honest, but I would call off the search for the ultimate technique, the best technique, the most reliable technique. The bazooka. Yeah, and instead just become very, very good at a handful of stuff. Yeah. What do most new hypnotists miss when they're working with people? Um, well, I guess when you first start, you're so focused on technique. It's difficult, you know, you're so focused on getting the words and the actions right that you fail to observe the subtle shifts and changes. I don't mean signs of hypnosis, I mean Science that are you responding to even the tiny little suggestions? Yeah, that's why as those hands touch, just relax. I'm looking for this, this tiny responses. So, so certainly new hypnotists miss that. Um, the nature of this thing is very easy for our ego to get caught up in it and think I have the power. Um, like like He-Man, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a great skill. Um, get over yourself. This is a collaborative event. Yes, you're the guide, you make the thing occur, but ultimately, you know, there's a trap. There's a trap there, which, which lots of us have to go through at some point. Um, but just, you know, stay humble. Recognize this is miraculous, what you're doing. This is life-changing. Life this is not just silliness. Um, there's that. The other thing I'd say is, Remember, however little you know, you could provoke a miraculous change within someone if you could find the courage to say the words. You're going to be completely free of this. That pain can leave now. So don't don't think of those things that seem more miraculous. Don't think of them as advanced techniques or needing years of stuff to do. Things like pain control. I, did, I didn't suggest that kind of stuff for people for a long time. Um, if someone's in pain, you know, I can't just go over there and say, hey, you can be free of that. But I've seen it now so so consistently that and often that more miraculous stuff, if anything, the technique's simpler. There's less to say. So just get stuck in and, and you know, be prepared to get a bit of egg on your face, as we say. Mm, doesn't doesn't hurt that much. If working with clients, if you could only do one technique or share them one shift in their perspective, just just one thing you could give people that, that would kind of be, even though it doesn't exist, that bazooka to get that that biggest shift in them overcoming stuff. What would be that that frame, that way of looking at things or technique? Um, well, you mean therapeutically? Yeah. yeah. Um. Well. The technique I will use in almost every single first session 
often does all the heavy lifting is parts, I call it a parts negotiation, parts work, parts therapy. The way I do it is very similar to a six step reframe. You can find that on the internet for free. I've, I've achieved great results just with that for almost any kind of issue. So I, I will often start there. Um, I, all the techniques I use are kind of, I, I say they're transparent, by that I just mean they can be pointed at almost anything with a bit of adaption, adaptation rather. Um, the arrow technique by my dad, not really to just promote our, our stuff, but it took me years of him doing that, you know, to produ producing complete pain relief for people with chronic pain. Years of doing that. Um, before I could accept, this isn't just Freddie Power, this isn't just a one-off, you know, because it's so bold. But that arrow technique, again, now we've released it as a product and it's out there in the community, people are putting psoriasis, tinnitus, cluster headaches, trauma, abuse, <coughs> gone. So I'd have to, that would be in my, my top three, for sure. I guess if there was a number three, direct suggestion. Create a response, you know, perhaps raise some emotion, but create a response and directly suggest this away like abracadabra. I create what I speak. Again, I got into this via the indirect Ericksonian vibe, language patterns, all that stuff. If I and I still love it, but if I'd known now what you know, um, known then what I know now, I could have got more results quicker by, by using plain old English. Anthony Jackman, how can people find out about you? Um, you can find out about me by visiting my personal website, which is Anthony with an H, AnthonyJackwin.com. Um, I run a training company of my father, Freddie Jackwin, which is the Jackwin Hypnosis Academy.com, the ArrowTechnique.com. If you want to see some videos about our technique, uh, I spend too much time on social media, so probably see me on Facebook. Ask me a question if you've got one. And um, don't hesitate. Whatever it is you're into, personal development, trippy experiences, helping people, performing, selling stuff, doing a sport, get hypnosis in your toolkit and you will enhance what you do. Awesome. Thank you for your time, buddy. Appreciate that. Good questions. Awesome. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the interview and a big shout out for Anthony Jackwin for joining us on this show here today. If there's something in your life that's been causing you to feel stuck, be that in your health, be that in your relationships, be that in your career, and you're not quite sure how to fix it or where to turn, but it's getting to a point where you've got to do something about it because it's causing you some kind of pain, be that physical, be that mental, be that emotional, then please do contact me on mail at lukenosis.com mail m-a-i-l at lukenosis l-u-k-e-n-o-s-i-s dot com and request a 30 minute 
complimentary unstuck session with me either over the telephone or over some kind of video messaging and please understand this is not a free therapy session this is not a hypnosis session or anything like that it's an opportunity to have me in your corner for 30 minutes to brainstorm some ways and that potentially I can help you to pull yourself out of that hole that you're in to take your life to the next level always believe Whoa! <laughs>